So let's talk about accessibility. No, no, please, please don't stop listening. I promise you that this podcast isn't some preach about how you should design your digital platforms in a more friendly way for disabled people. No, this podcast is a hard-nosed business discussion about maximizing your potential audience and your profits at the same time. So keep listening. I promise you it'll be worth it. Look, I know accessibility's fallen out of favor. There was a time when accessibility was a hot topic, a time when the best and the brightest worked hard to ensure the accessibility of their websites. But then things got complicated. We stopped just building websites and started to build web apps. The web page started to give way to a single page app. JavaScript and Ajax became dominant and accessibility got, well, messier. Although it is possible and was possible to build accessible web apps, some started to challenge the need. When I talk about accessibility today, many shift uncomfortably and try to change the subject. Some even go as far as arguing that accessibility is holding back the web because it makes development so much harder. Now, I'm not unsympathetic to this point of view if accessibility is just about those with disabilities. Although I believe we have a legal and moral obligation to the disabled, it could be hard balancing that with everyday business realities. But that is not what accessibility is about, at least in my opinion. We need to realign our thinking or risk undermining the user experience for everybody. When you think accessibility, we tend to think about the disabled. In fact, if we're honest, we tend to mainly think about people with a visual impairment. Of course, disability is about a lot more than blind people. For a start, there are a lot of visual impairments beyond complete blindness. There are also other sensory disabilities, such as being deaf. But there are also motor skill issues and cognitive disability too. But you know what? Even that is too narrow a view of accessibility. Accessibility is not just about those who are registered as disabled. We all have disabilities at times. The chances are you might even be suffering from one right now. I know I do. I'm short-sighted, which means I need glasses for the Apple TV. But as I got older, I've started to become long-sighted too. And that means that means I've come to hate sites or apps with tiny text or limited contrast. My parents have given up on some websites entirely. They don't want the hassle of getting out their reading glasses every time they want to use a site. Of course, there are all kinds of symptoms of ageing. Poor hearing and arthritis are also common. Are you ready to turn away anyone over 45? It's also not just about the elderly. It's not just them that suffer from minor impairments like this. I once severed the tendon in my thumb. It stopped me from using my hand for six weeks and using a mouse with your left hand is no fun, I can tell you. Hell, even wearing contact lenses for too long can make text on a screen hard to read. Then there's sporting injuries, minor operations or accidents. At times in our lives, we all suffer from some form of disability. But this isn't just about users' health and fitness. It's also about the device. The explosion of mobile devices has once again highlighted the importance of accessibility. For a start, the smaller screen um, have further emphasised the need for large text that's well contrasted. Then there's issues around touchscreens. Tightly packed links aren't just a challenge for somebody with motor control issues. Anybody using a touchscreen will struggle with these too. 
But the most significant change mobile devices have brought is where we use them. We use them in noisy environments that create challenges around hearing and concentration. In effect, we end up with a hearing and cognitive uh, impairment. We also use them outside, which leads to visual impairments as we struggle with screen glare. Look, I could go on, but I suspect by now you get the point. We all face accessibility issues at various times of our lives. I think it's time that we stopped talking about accessibility. The word accessibility just carries too much baggage with it. It seems limited to catering to the disabled, and that is like going to the gym. We all know we should do it, but somehow it's just too much effort. Robin Christofferson, the head of digital inclusion at AbilityNet, uses a different word. He talks about inclusive design, and I love this term because it gets to the heart of what we should be trying to achieve. We want as many people as possible to be using our digital services. After all, that just makes good business sense. Yes, we have legal and moral obligations to make our digital services accessible, but building for those with a disability can be a tough business decision. You have to balance the extra cost of developing an accessible service with the additional revenue disabled users can bring in. But the decision becomes a no-brainer when you realise what accessibility means. That accessibility is about building for anybody over 45 or those with a temporary impairment too. Why wouldn't you build with accessibility in mind? In that case, it would just be bad business. The spending power of households with a disabled person equates to about 200 million in the UK alone. Add to that the considerable spending power of the elderly and the numbers become compelling. And that isn't even including those with temporary impairments or those just sitting in the sun on their phone. So next time a client or colleague says that you don't have disabled customers, ask them what they mean, because they could be turning away more than one in five of their customers.